Episode 6, Beyond the Diagnosis. Tonight, we talk about how John always loses bets. We discuss our journey with epilepsy. And most importantly, how do you like your milk? But we want to hear from you. So make sure to send us any topics or questions you would like us to discuss. You can do that by messaging us on Facebook or Instagram or emailing us at confessionsofuspodcast at gmail.com. This is John. This is Lindsay. And this is Confessions of Us. Hello. Hello, everybody out there. <laughs> In podcast land. Podcast land. <laughs> With pineapples and, and pizza. It's a tropical place. It's <laughs> <That's> good. <laughs> I like the sound of podcast land. <laughs> yes. Pineapples and pizza. Pineapples and pizza. Yes. Yeah. I, and I, I, oh, gosh, no. That's disgusting. <laughs> I have to apologize in advance if there's any scratchiness on my mic. Oh, yes. I got a little little, little facial hair going. So little. It could be a little weird. It's like on point, babe. Yeah. I look like Tom Selleck's younger brother. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous. It's great. Um, so. Okay. We wanna, yeah. Do we need to talk about what happened do, yesterday? Yeah. Is that what you want to talk about? It is. Oh, geez. Okay. So everybody, we had a friend over the other night and we were talking about Mother's Day. And just how Mother's Day is a couple days. Uh, my birthday is on the 8th. Mother's Day is on the 10th. And so... So you can tell people your birthday, people are going to steal your identity. <laughs> Not unless I give them the important stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess my birthday is important, but... Um, so I told John, Mother's Day was in May last year. No, no, no. That was not the bet. Oh. We were debating on... So I we went to a marriage conference oh, last yes. year. Yes. And so we were debating on when it, we went. For some reason, I thought it was in <laughs> August. I don't know why. And Lindsay's he like, that. no, it was in May. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, and I knew. Like, I, I knew I had the picture on my phone, and he just was totally confident it was in August. Did you look at that picture before you started betting me? I have no. a feeling you did. No. You like to cheat. No, because I told you it was my birthday. I told you I wanted to do this marriage retreat for my birthday. It's messed up. And lo and behold, guys. I won this bet, and I yeah. I bet him a back massage. Granted, you should already be giving me these without bets. Please. But <laughs> I'm wrong? Yeah. Oh. Well, you do win a lot of bets. Yeah. I will give you that. I think I'm slick and smooth, but I have to give you. You are you're very good better. Guys, I'm not even just a good bet when it comes to, like, a question. I even win. I often win rock, win. paper, scissors. No, so, not, yes. yeah, you, yes, okay, you I win do. some of that, but you don't win nearly as often. So mm, Maybe not nearly as often as just like yeah. an event so, or something. Yeah. Yeah, so I lost a bet. It's pretty, pretty common for me, so. But we are super pumped for this episode. Mm, yes, very excited. We're going to be talking about something big in our lives. Mm -hmm. But before we dive in, uh, moving forward, any... We're going to be putting out often on social media where we want to hear from you guys. We want to hear the questions you have about the topics we're talking about. Yeah. Um, so you can DM on the social medias. You can send it to our email uh, at confessionsofuspodcast at gmail. You know, so we want to hear from you guys. Yeah. We would love yeah. to do um, full episodes just with questions we're answering, you know, or the topics that are coming up. You know, maybe we'll save the random questions for random episodes, you know, uh, doing bonus content. You know, really trying to develop things because we want to continue to turn this podcast into something that has value for people. Absolutely. You know, so, yeah. um, but we know not everybody wants to hear about every single topic we have to talk about. So, uh, and we talk about 
but you know, we got a lot going on in our lives. So (laughs) we do. (laughs) um, But yes, we want to hear from you guys. So Mm -hmm. any questions you have? um, I like that you you said that because the reason we want those questions is because we want to add value. And we we want to hear from you guys. Yeah, we value you guys as listeners. And so we just, yeah. Yeah, this is a two way conversation. We're inviting you into our journey. So we want to hear from you. So questions, concerns, whatever you may have, um, you know, just let us know. We'll be willing to talk. We're, we're an open book. We we'll are talk about anything and everything. an open book. So, yeah. So we put it out on social media. We'll try and obviously do in advance. Um, so, yeah. So we can't wait to hear from you guys. But uh, get ready. This is going to be it's going to be an interesting one. Yes. So, yes. Some serious topic. We're going to talk about the good old epilepsy. <laughs> it's good, huh? It's good. Well, I mean... <laughs> You know, it no. is what it is. I don't know if it's good, but. <laughs> okay, so let's start with just kind of a base, like kind of set the groundwork here. Okay. How old were you when you found out you had epilepsy? I had to be around. Oh, real fast. Oh, Lindsay's sorry. the one that has epilepsy. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> let's just clarify that. I'm the one that. As you can probably has... <laughs> assume. Um, I had to have been around 12 because I think I, we initially found out when I was in. That they're sixth grade, I think. Something like that. Sure. So around that age. Yeah. Early 2000s. Yes. Late 1990s. <laughs> so what, like, what, what tipped it off, like, that you had seizures? Like, what was happening? Yeah. So um, my mom is actually a nurse, and there were these con- constant habits, I guess, I was having where I would stare off. For a long period of time, I would be in a conversation, maybe something like this, mm. and someone we would be talking about something, and I'd immediately forget what I was talking about, and I'd be like, "Wait, what were we talking about?" Mm. I would drop things. Um, what else would happen? Oh, well, I will tell. This is a kind of a funny story. My siblings didn't know I had epilepsy, so these were, I think, called petite something, just small seizures. Mm. And so they used to make bets at how many plates I would drop in a day because they just thought I was clumsy. And anyway. Lo and behold, yeah. you had epilepsy. Yeah. My mom was like, mm, something's not right. So we're going to get you checked out. Yeah. Good on mom. Good yeah. on mom. <laughs> so uh, as growing up and, you know, obviously being a preteen, you know, kind of when mm. you're finding out about this, what are some of the things you felt that you missed out on because you had seizures, mm. like growing up? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, well, I mean, when I was younger, I didn't really feel like I missed out on much. Like I just, it was, med- I took my medicine and I was fine. Mm. You know, I didn't. Um, so the medicine controlled it fairly well. Yeah, pretty well. When we finally figured out, you know, what I needed, mm. it started working well. Um, how many, how many kinds of meds were you taking at the time? Two? Uh, it just, it depended. Sometimes I was, you know, just taking one. Okay. That's probably the most frustrating thing when it comes to, I mean, really anything, but epilepsy for me, it is figuring out what medicine works for you, what doesn't, how much you Mm. need to take. It's just a lot of busyness in there. Oh, also... Probably should have clarified this. What kind of seizures or epilepsy do you have? Okay. Is that a thing, right? Yes. Okay. So, again, initially when I started, it was just these very small seizures. Hmm. Then when I started taking my medicine, they grew into, um, they were just below grand mal, which means like 
well, each person's different, but for me, I would just seize and, um, and they would last really anywhere from like a minute to almost five minutes. And, um, like when it lasts longer than I think two minutes, you call the ambulance, but. Dang. Okay. So, okay. Mm -hmm. So go back to your previous question. So, uh, because of your meds, mm-hmm. it was sim- sounds like it was fairly controlled. You felt like you didn't mess out on too much. Yeah, when I was younger, no, it was really it was really controlled. Um, yeah, I don't really feel like I I missed out on like something that I did mm-hmm. a lot of when I was younger was ride horses, and I didn't have any seizures. I was on my medicine, um, and so I just I feel like I got some of my prime. Um, Riding horses for me was great. I showed, you know, I jumped, I, on the horse, not just myself. <laughs> That's a little joke right there. You didn't just like jump up and down. <laughs> um, anyways, yeah, I just didn't, I didn't allow certain things to like hinder me hmm. from jumping into what I really enjoyed. Okay. So, so you felt like things were pretty good. Mm-hmm. How did it affect you then? Let's put it that way. Yeah. I would say it was a lack of confidence. mm. You know, I was always um, scared or worried. What if I have a seizure and people see me have a seizure? Like, that's going to be really embarrassing. And that would probably be, when I was younger, the biggest thing for me is, you know, worrying. Worrying that I'm going to have a seizure. So you're embarrassed. Embarrassed. Sure. Yeah. I think the biggest thing was embarrassment. Mm. More than anything, because I didn't feel like I was missing out. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Embarrassment is a, hmm. was a huge... So, did your parents tell you there were things you couldn't do? No, my really? parents very much um, never communicated that to me. Now, there are certain things that you don't do, or you Just, try not to do. Okay. What are those? Um, like taking a bath by yourself. Hmm. You know, putting yourself in a situation that if you were to have a seizure... For instance, a bathtub, um, a lake, you know, going swimming by yourself Mm. and you have a seizure and you can drown. So like there's certain things are definitely more risky than others, I'd say. Riding a horse is not, apparently. Well, no, no, no. That's the thing, though. Riding a horse is, you know, and often I would ride by myself. So, I mean. Yeah, it's the trade-off, right? Yeah, it is. I mean, you, I mean, obviously, I know you wore a helmet when you mm-hmm. rode, that type yeah. of thing. You know, you wore some gear. Obviously, falling from horse generally is bad. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, there's, I could see the trade-off. Yeah. Obviously, like, if you're swimming alone and you have a seizure, you're going to die. You're going to yeah. die. Yeah. So, um, what's funny, you know, we heard about someone on the news that that happened to, right? Mm-hmm. Where yeah. uh, this person was alone, you know, I don't know if they were swimming exactly what they were doing, but then... You know, they had a seizure and died. Yeah. So, um, and it's just, it's heartbreaking. So. Yeah. So let's, so how, what were some of the big moments in your life? Did you have, okay, so let me ask you. So what were some life, did you have any life-changing moments as you grew up that the epilepsy changed things? Like that you couldn't do, mm-hmm. like going on a trip or let's say you had a really bad seizure and it altered the way that you had to do things. Oh. Great question, John. Thanks, babe. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, there were actually a few things. Um, I had a seizure right before my family was going on this hike to have a supai at the Grand Canyon. Mm. And we were all looking forward to it. We were really excited. And I, I had had a seizure the day before. And so they decided, let's not, you know, I'm, we're just going to mm. let 
kind of make you stay home. This isn't a wise decision to go right after. And so that was something that I had to miss out on. Um, So you just had to stay home? Yeah, I stayed home. I mean, my my mom and dad weren't going on. I think my mom wasn't. Um, So me and my mom stayed home. Everyone else went. I remember when I was in, I think I just graduated high school, and we went on a cruise to Alaska with as a family. And we were doing an excursion, and one of those excursions was a zip line. Mm. And if you had epilepsy, you couldn't do it. Yeah. So they were like, but then I got to go off-roading in this sweet excursion. It was so fun. It so, probably you could, <laughs> so you couldn't go zip lining, but you could go off-roading, <laughs> yeah. which is ironic because when we were on our honeymoon, we were going to take, I think it was like a catamaran boat ride mm-hmm. around the island. Yeah, we were on. like sunset, right? Yeah. And they wouldn't let us do it because you had epilepsy. Yeah. Which and, is funny. And reasons. But you could go off-roading. I could go off-roading. I mean, it was like a caged thing. I mean, but, I guess if you fell in the water. But you're wearing a life jacket. I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So what else? So. Oh. Or maybe. Okay. Continue. Yeah. I Honestly, those were like the main things. I don't really feel like there were a lot of like places that said, oh, you can't do this. Sure. You know, I mean, things like flashing lights, like dancing, like clubs. Not that I was going. <laughs> Not that I was going to clubs when I was in high school. but. um there was, well, for example, there was the movie that just came out, the Star Wars movie. Oh, sorry. That movie. Was, I don't have that blessing. That was yeah. bad. Yeah. I was just like, this is intense. Uh, was Rise of Skywalker? Whatever the last Star Wars the, movie yeah. was. Yeah. So I can be kind of independent sometimes and be like, in the right circumstances, I'm like, okay, I'm with somebody. So if something happens, right? Well, I mean, you were in a cushy chair. So there's that. <laughs> so basically, I had it was winter, so I had scarves on. And so when the really intense, like... I remember you just kept covering your eyes. The whole movie was pretty intense. Yeah. And, I mean, that was the warning. They had to put warnings out. I don't know if you guys remember that said if you have bad migraines or epilepsies, like those were the yeah. specific things. Yeah. Be wise. I was like, well, what's well. so funny is, so I played video games forever, right? And there was always warnings on the video games. Oh, if you have seizures or have epilepsy, oh, really? don't play this video game. Yeah. And I was oh, just I like, ooh, seizures? What's that? <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> like, well, I knew what it was, but it's just, um, it's funny. just funny. So. so did you ever have one? Okay, so the Lake or uh, the uh, Grand Canyon one was mm-hmm. a big moment. Yeah. Did you ever have one that was really scary? Well, the thing about it is I, like, I'm I'm out when I'm having a seizure. So, like, I don't obviously sure. know what's going on until I wake up, right? Sure. Um, I think the worst seizure that I can remember waking up from was we were in Wisconsin for a family, like, re- not retreat, but reunion. I was about to say, no one retreats no. to Wisconsin. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. All our Wisconsin listeners. <laughs> um, and we were, like, working out at a mm. gym. Sure. somewhere and I was riding an exercise bike and I fell back and hit my head oh damn and I was out for almost five minutes and wow. I know were I know. you with somebody yeah I was I mean we were together as a family oh your whole family yeah. was there well working I know. Out, eh? <laughs> it was more it was really just like me and my younger brother and my dad and my sister maybe I don't know yeah um and so yeah that would probably be I mean that's pretty scary to fall oh, yeah. but I don't I don't remember, like, filling my head and remembering, oh, man, that really hurt. Hmm. But I just, I was told what happened. Wow. So it sounds like 
Yeah. I mean, it sounds like you were pretty self-sufficient Yeah, for the most part. Um, it didn't seem like anything was too bad. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it sounds like the meds obviously controlled a lot of it. Yeah. Right? For a long time. Yeah. They did. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say, at least from obviously talking to you and knowing you over the past five or so years, it seems like it wasn't until we had kids where stuff started to get a little more intense. Yeah. So let me ask you this. So in this season of your life right now, so being a mom mm-hmm. of young children, what has been the biggest challenges or, you know, inconveniences or whatever? Yeah. Um, the biggest challenge is not allowing fear to grip me when it comes to the girls mm. and being afraid to hold them, being afraid to, because oftentimes I'm alone with them, whether sure. you're at work or right now you are home because of the COVID. But mm. um, there's just, there's a lot of, that would be my, my greatest challenge is to not allow fear to consume that area of my life. Sure. Because then I, there's wisdom, right? Mm. I don't, yeah. I don't give the girls a bath alone. Yeah. I don't. No. Um, I'm very careful with certain things. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is, a, this is a completely different season of my life than I was when I was single. I just yeah. had to worry about myself. I knew yeah. the, the things to do and how to not to push the limits, right? Mm-hmm. Um, another thing is when you have a seizure, you can't drive for three months after because they need to readjust your medicine, make sure you're in a good place. And so that's also very challenging because one, I mean, especially when you have two kids, you yeah. need to get out of the house. You yeah. need to be able to have some sort of freedom in a sense, I guess. And those are probably my biggest inconveniences or challenges um, that I kind of have to handle right now. Yeah. Well, it's also interesting um, that you seem to have their seizure, your seizures at night. Mm, yeah. You know, the majority of them, at least from what I've known you, I know you've had a couple throughout the day. Um, but yeah, the majority of them have been at night. Yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah. I know? mean, it's definitely what, tr- I mean, there's triggers, right? So when you have epilepsy, there's certain things that trigger a seizure. You know, it could be flashing lights. It can be lack of sleep. It can be high stress. Um, I mean, it can be multiple things for different people, but across the board, they're like a handful of things that they look at Mm -hmm. that could trigger. And so for me, it is lack of sleep. Um, if I'm not even taking time to just get physical rest or mental rest throughout the day. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so I'll actually recognize that and be like, oh, I actually need to sit down right now. I actually need to take maybe a 30 to 45 minutes just to... Mm -hmm. Have some mental break. Yeah. What's interesting, we also assume, I also realized this as you were talking, we kind of assumed that everybody knew what epilepsy was. Oh. We really explained that, but you can always Google it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's basically something, some- It's neurological. Neurological thing in the mm-hmm. brain. Yeah. That's, your mom always explained this really well to me. She's like, it's like a computer restarting. I actually said that. Oh, did you say it to I, me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, was, I was thinking about it because of how it makes me feel. Yeah. Yeah. So something happens, mm-hmm. right? A trigger, whatever, let's say flashing yeah. lights, mm-hmm. you know, lack of sleep, whatever. Something triggers your brain and it causes you to seize. Yeah. Right? Um, 
and you can you can Google it, but it's kind of intense. So be careful. Fair warning before you Google it. It's intense because, I mean, there are some people that obviously they have tons of seizures in a day. Yeah. Right. Where they're just yeah. seizing all the time. Mm-hmm. And and that's where, you know, given the circumstance, I think that, you know, you, you know, you do live a pretty functional life. Yeah. You know, and that's that's a very much God, I think, in that way where. Um. Yeah, it's like these people that seize all the like. I just it yeah. breaks my heart. Yeah, you know I mean, because they can't do anything. Little really. kids. Yeah, especially little kids. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, it's like having a major. The really bad ones is like a major disability. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. if you were in a wheelchair or you had, you know, cerebral yeah. palsy, whatever. So. Absolutely. Okay, so going through your life, um, what would you say, like, as a believer, as a Christian, what would you say? Do you say, okay, let me rephrase that. As a Christian believer, do you say that you look at this differently? Yes. Like other than just a straight medical condition, if you will. absolutely. I don't think I always looked at it differently, but as I've gotten older, Mm. my my thinking has shifted towards it. And um, recently on this journey of, you know, thinking about my seizures, going through, you know, having more episodes. Sure. Attacks than I normal I did in the past. I had to look at it and just think, okay, what's going on? How how can I look at this differently? And I truly believe that God is going to heal me mm. completely of my seizures. Mm. One, I can tell you right now that fear at the root is the root of epilepsy. Sure. Because if you look at what happens with epilepsy and the um precautions you have to take and mm-hmm. what it, what mm-hmm. could happen mm-hmm. if you had a seizure sure. is fear. It's fully based in fear. And I definitely believe that the fear that kind of grips me manifests itself in the way of like an attack mm. or... Um, Do you think fear sometimes can trigger it? Oh, yeah, but we don't see it that way. Sure. We don't, you know, I think when it comes in there, it comes with stress or other things. I just think it's so it's neurological. Yeah. It starts in your mind. Mm-hmm. Like mind flash, flashing light. It kind of looks like a, um, how they describe it. Just certain things just light up. Kind of how mm-hmm. a doctor will. Like when they're examining your brain. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. And I just think there's got to be more than just... It's not just a medication, you know, mm. here, take this and mm. you're going to be fine. That's not what happens Yeah, all the time. Right. Sure. So like, um, well, there are so many things in life where there, we do bandaid fixes. It seems like, you know, whether it's a condition like this, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. whether it's depression or anxiety. I mean, you just see it. I mean, yeah, everything you just look at it exactly. across the world. It's like mm-hmm. so many people are have their on meds, mm-hmm. which I don't say I think is a bad thing. Yeah. But I think that, you know, as a society, we have forgotten how to manage things, manage mm-hmm. our stress, manage those things. Because I think that we all, obviously we all experienced a range of emotions, right? No yeah. one's immune to that. Um, and it's just interesting, like, why now as a society are we so heavily medicated just in general? Good point. Yeah. You know? And that's mm-hmm. another tangent. I won't, I won't totally. go down that rabbit hole. But yeah. um, that's interesting. And, and here's the thing. We are 
fully aware of how that sounds where, you know, we think there's something more to mm-hmm. the epilepsy. Um, but, I mean, you can't, I mean, especially as a believer, like, there's, we know there's more going on to this world than what we see. And Abs- I think a lot of people can see that. Absolutely. Right? You yeah. know, we sense it. We, you know, there's just so many things that we don't fully have answers for and everything. There's there's something metaphysical going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised, you yeah. know, like. How, for example, like how do genes mutate to where a family gets alcoholism, like they're susceptible mm, to it yeah. or, you know, cancer runs through the family or because I know epilepsy obviously runs through your family. Oh, you know, yeah. Um, what that, is. Ha- yeah. That's what, is what I wanted. So. That's what I wanted to say is like it does run through my family. Mm. But this is this is what I am going to say is that um, it's more it's more than what meets the eye. Right. Like running through my family. I and it, you know, it comes out that it is um, a diagnosis or it runs through your family and it's genetic. Mm. I believe that the fear, again, is just it's a generational thing that was never dealt with. Mm. Interesting. And so that's that's I mean, and to explain this is this is a new journey that God is taking me on Mm. becoming aware that Lindsay, there's there's more to this than you see. Yeah. Well, just even with just recently, you know, for the last two years. So, and this is the things I think is interesting, is there's obviously things we don't fully understand, um, and even in the last two years, going into being a mom, you know, I yeah. know that that was a concern yeah. of having a seizure while holding, you know, the babes when they were little, those types of things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and what started to happen, this is what's crazy. And this is why I just, you just, you know, you can't explain everything, yeah. you know. And obviously they they know why it's happening, but they can't fix it. They can't whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so you started having, you started having these like, I think you started calling it an aura. Oh, yeah. Where it's almost mm-hmm. like an alarm goes off. It's like a precursor to you having a seizure. Yep. And they've only gotten more intense, which is interesting where it's like a warning system, mm-hmm. you know, she will, um, especially this last one, it was probably like 30 to 45 seconds, maybe even a minute where I could tell that she were going to have a seizure mm. and like being, and she's still fully aware. She's still fully functional, but the feeling is starting to overtake her. Yeah. And, and we really do think that this is just a, walking this journey down the steps of healing where God is like, okay, I'm doing something. I'm Abs- trying to get your attention. Absolutely. Yeah. And he gave her a warning signal. Warning. Mm-hmm. It was like one of the things she prayed for is like, I don't want to obviously hurt my babies. Mm-hmm. Also they kind of, so he, so he gives you this warning system so you can put the kid down, yep. you can lay down, you mm-hmm. can do whatever, whatever you're doing. And that's huge. That's mm-hmm. so massive. Like the last couple ones um, that I have been around that this has hap- happened where I've been able to sit you down get you prepared, whatever, so you don't hurt yourself, mm. you know. Um, yeah, yeah, it's just, I get, it's, it's I, crazy. My aura now is I get really nauseous, like mm. I'm going to throw up or pass out. Mm. So that's um, that's how my aura is. But it is true. I, um, I never had auras, but after I had Siobhan and Annalise, Siobhan, I started getting them. And then with Annalise, they just intensified. Yeah. So I honestly feel like it's, I know it's a protection from God that he has given yeah. me. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, what you call it. It's like, there's no scientific 
That's right. There's no science cannot explain that. Mm-hmm. You know, because you've asked your I know you've asked your neurologist, and he's like, I don't know. He's mm-hmm. like, I can't tell you. Yeah. You know, so it's just crazy. There's obviously so many things, but we don't fully understand about the human body and everything else. So. Okay. So, but I also want to ask you questions as being someone who walks through this with mm. me. It's being a spouse. Yeah. Being a spouse. I mean, even for people that maybe aren't a spouse, but our friend, you mm. know, are yeah. that sort of thing. It's important to talk about this. Um, was I the first person that you ever saw have a seizure? Yes. Oh, wow. So I remember when we uh, first started dating, I was having conversations with your mom about it. And uh, obviously, we'd be spending a lot of time together and whatever. So she's like, she was giving me the rundown of it, what to do, how long mm-hmm. it should last, you know, how to, to care for you, you know, during yeah. them and all these kinds of things. And she, that's what she said. She's like, I need you to go to oh, YouTube. she did say that. And to watch. She's like, because it's very, it's very jarring to watch someone have a seizure. And that's the nurse and my mom. Very good. <laughs> yeah. And it was, a, it was a great tip, especially yeah. like when you know it's coming, it at least gives you a little bit of context. Mm. So yeah, you were the first person. Um, See, that's also very impressive because yeah. that shows your love mm. for me. My love. <laughs> and that you would. Yeah. It, you are very caring and compassionate mm. and all of these things. And so well, for I mean, you. Well, I didn't if I was going to marry you. Yeah, that's true. I had to be fully aware of it, so. <laughs> um, you know, how, how would you say it initially seeing me have a seizure? How did that initially affect you? It's trippy. Mm. Like, it is very weird because you seem like you're in pain. Yeah. But you're not. You, I mean, for lack of a better explanation, it, it almost seems like you're possessed. Mm. I know it sounds very kind of weird. Yeah, that sounds very weird. It sounds very weird. Um, just because you're you're convulsing and you're doing all these things that are not you, right? Mm, like obviously, yeah. I'm, you know, we're married and with you all the time. So I, you build a certain image of somebody in your mind. Mm. And when you watch them go through something like that, yeah, um, I'm a little more used to it now, but it's just, it's because it's not you. Yeah. It's not you. Yeah. Um, I mean, so often, you know, when that happens and I'm around, I mean, I'm generally just praying over you. Mm. Um, but it was very weird. You know, because like I said, it's just, you know, you're looking at someone you love go through this experience and um, this is very strange. Yeah. It's very strange. It's interesting that you say about the possession thing, because as, as a Christian and as someone, I guarantee you multiple people that do have seizures feel this way, mm. is that you do, there's this like feeling, you question yourself, am I possessed? Mm. And... You oh, I'm know. sure there were stories throughout yeah. time where... Yeah. 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 And so it's interesting that you say that, that it does look like that. Yeah. It's it's just, it's very odd. Um, and I would, I would add to that is it's just nothing fully prepares you for it, mm-hmm. right? When you're walking life with somebody... And they have some sort of condition, right? Um, you know, there was a time where I thought, you know, can I do this? Mm. Um, and then there was like, because it's a very reality. Like if we were to get married, yeah, obviously something I would have to deal with. Yeah. Um, and I don't necessarily think anybody ever asked me like straight out about it. It's just something I thought about a lot in the beginning. Mm. Um, what and, do you mean, could I deal with this? Like, Yeah. I mean, if we're going to continue to get married, it's something mm-hmm. I'm going to have to be able to handle and compartmentalize. 
Uh, because when, because when it happens, you know, like if you whack your head or whatever, like you're out of it, mm-hmm. you know, or even just generally when you have a seizure, except this last one, you were like, you were good to go pretty quickly. That's so crazy. Um, cause you, generally when you have a seizure, you're out of it for a day or two, mm-hmm. you know, I have to take a day off work, those types of things, especially now with the kids. Um, but like if you hit your head or whatever, you know, we have to go get you checked out. And I mean, it just, I just have to turn it on. You know, I have to go into husband slash dad mode mm-hmm. and make sure everything is okay. Yeah. Um, but what's interesting, this might be a little gushy, but it's worth it, <laughs> especially with you. What is it? Let's hear it. Well, that's what it is. I'm saying oh. it. It's like oh. it's worth the deal with all of that. Oh, gotcha. To be married to you. Mm. Oh, babe. Oh, that was good, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's good. I loved it. Um. I think for me, I, I want to know, are there any fears that that get triggered for you? And just, just knowing that I have seizures, maybe when it comes to the girls, when it comes to driving after I can't, you know, when I can or any, like, would you say? I mean, I think I'd be lying if I said there weren't fears. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the, it's one of those things that I know that there's only so much we can do. Because obviously there's everything in life, there's always a choice, right? We have a part to play, yeah. right? In the, in the grand scheme of things, you know, big part, small, whatever. Um, and like with you, you know, obviously your role right now is to take your meds, yeah, to take care of yourself, to get sleep. You know, I mean, you don't really drink that much, um, you know, just all those things to yeah. take care of yourself and, you know, because your mom takes a lot out of you. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, there are definitely fears where... You know, if I hear a weird noise in the house, you know, I'm like, what's happening? You know, mm-hmm. um, is she having a seizure? And, but I know that I can't live there. Yeah. Because it will drive me crazy. You know, um, the thing with you, one thing I've always admired with you is you live life regardless. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because here's the thing, we're all going to die. Yeah. Like, walk outside and get by a bus, mm-hmm. you know, uh, or right now, you Hit by COVID-19, <laughs> you know, whatever. So, yeah. and I think that with that, I would think if I had a a, a thing like this in my life, it's like a condition. So you have to live life, especially if you're able to, you got to seize it. Yeah. You know, because there are people that have, like I say, a more severe condition. They can't do that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, there are fears, but... I just have watched God protect you and protect us time and time again where, you know, you have, you were driving and then you yeah. weren't and you had a seizure. Yeah. Or absolutely. I remember when we were, uh, we had some kids, we were doing middle school ministry at the time. We had some kids spend the night in our house oh, and you took right. a, you took a bunch of them home and then you came home and you had a seizure. Well, I was, guys, I was in the shower. Oh, that's right. When you, you were in the shower. And so John, John was, was taking care of I was taking of care of Siobhan when she was little and yeah. he fell in the shower. But it's uh, and it's just time and time again where God has protected you. Yeah. Um, and there's been some scary moments. Obviously, like you had the one you had uh, a little while ago where you were at the doctor's office and you fell from a standing position. You whacked yeah. your head. That was obviously a big deal. Um, but I was with Siobhan and I just like I'd put her down maybe a minute before. Oh, when you were at the doctor's yeah. office. Yeah. 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 I mean, e- guys, even just like that. Driving to the doctor's appointment, you know, as wish of on. I mean, I couldn't have been in a better place. Yeah. A hospital. Yeah. No. And that's, and that's the thing is like the, 
the fears are there. Yeah. You know, but I also know that like with you driving with you getting out of the house, obviously after you have a seizure, you can't drive. Yeah. So I'm at work all day. Right. And it's just this balance where I know mentally for you, you still have to do things, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so when you can drive, you know, obviously I encourage you to drive, you know, I encourage yeah. you to go to the store or whatever, you know? Um, and it, it's just, it's just one of those things. You just, it's the constant evaluation of risk versus reward. Mm. And there's just only so much you can do, you know? Um, yeah. Just, I mean, I don't know how else to explain it. You know, like you got to live life. There's no point. I'm not going to, and I know both of us, we're not going to allow anything to cripple us and yeah. keep us, you know, from living life and living the life that God has placed before us. So I think that's why I'm so thankful for you is you have the same mindset. Mm. You know, you encourage me to live in the life, live the life that either yeah. I dream of or to take risks or, you know, because we both believe that we we're going to end, you know, we, there's a day for us that we will meet Jesus or not. Yeah. Yeah. No. And that's the thing is like, and I know just mentally for you, those things are so good. So. Um, I I think the same question for you is like, as a Christian, are you able to look at this or think about it in a different way? Other than just that it is a diagnosis other than that you know, here is a fear or, you know, it, it is about your medication. Do you, do you think you can look at it differently? I mean, obviously with the journey with you, I've started to look at it differently. Mm-hmm. But you think about everything, you know, where, whether you're looking at it from a biblical perspective or from, you know, uh, perspective of the world, it's like where... Okay, so we've been on just a crazy journey the last couple of years mm-hmm. with basically going to a new church and being challenged in a lot of traditional things that we have believed over time. Mm, absolutely. And um, yeah, I mean, I definitely think there's a possibility, you know. Now, and that's the thing is like, we are not proponents of, do we believe that God is going to heal Lindsay? Yes. But he's going to do it his time, mm-hmm. his whatever, yeah. you know. Um, and even if he doesn't, that's okay. Yeah. You know, and we're not going to be like, well, stop taking your meds, blah, blah, blah. You know, there has to be obviously some proof wisdom. and you yeah. know, whatever. And there has, has to be wisdom in there because even, even though, um, I think the advances in medication, like are any, any disease or condition or whatever, like are a gift from God. It's like the fact that we're discovering these things that can balance some of this stuff out. Some of the, some of the wrongs, I guess, if you will, from cancer to everything else. Mm-hmm. And we're constantly discovering new things. Um, and I just think that's part of the journey. So yeah, I definitely think that there's a, there's a bigger thing going on that we don't fully understand. Yeah. So, I, we can't get into so, it. We can't get to all of it I right know, now. So, I know. It's a lot. Because um, um, it's already going to be a long episode. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. And I think like, yes, do I believe that God can heal me? Absolutely. And one thing that I actually was thinking about the other day is Shadrach, the, the story in the Bible, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And they tell the king, we're not going to bow down to your idol. Mm-hmm. And they say, um, you know, Jesus, we're not going to bow down. And because um, the king said, I'm going to throw you into the fire sure. if you don't. And they say, we won't bow down to your idol. And we trust our God. Either he's going to 
save us from the fiery furnace or he's not. And yeah, even if he doesn't. Even if he doesn't. Even if he doesn't. And I just, I feel like I'm starting to look at that way. That like, even if he doesn't, mm. guess what? Like, I'm still, I'm still going to honor him and worship him. And li- I'm going to get emotional and live my life for him. Sure, sure. And um, even thinking like, well, what if I have another seizure again? And I'm still going to honor him. I'm still going to love him. God has been faithful and protected me and shown himself strong on my behalf. And that's, I think that's just how I'm choosing to look at this epilepsy now is um, God is still faithful in the midst of it all. Totally. So. Yeah. And so with that, Mm, we actually got a question. We did. From our friend, Ruth. And she asked, uh, how have you learned to handle the fear of having another attack? Such a good question. Yes, because this question. is Yeah, because this is definitely a present, um, just a present thing that I'm, I'm dealing with. And to answer that question is I have actually started taking communion mm-hmm. at night. Yeah. Like trying to make it a daily thing where I take it every night just because um, when it came on my, like, I feel like God showed that to me to start doing that. And it's just a reminder um, of God's sacrifice, again, of his faithfulness to me, of mm-hmm. his protection. And because there is so much fear in having a seizure, it gets my mind in the right place. Sure. And so to answer that question, it would be taking communion. And in that moment, I'm also honoring God. I'm sure. also remembering the sacrifice that he made for me, the protection over my life. And um, that stuff, I mean, yeah, that's in this season, that is how I've, I'm learning, yeah, I would say, to handle the fear. Yeah. Well, it's, it's resetting yourself back on Jesus. Absolutely. You know, because as he says, we to, to not worry about tomorrow. So yeah, that's good. All right. So okay. I'm sure we'll be talking many, many more times about epilepsy. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we're, we're thinking about, you know, maybe we do, um, you know, some sort of certain content on it, whatever, you know, we'll dive into it, I'm sure, more in the future. But uh, so let's right. end this on a, a lighter it. note. This it. is This is such a ridiculous <laughs> question. Like, I, I, I don't know where you found I this picked, question. I picked a would you rather question. Oh, my gosh. You can find those right. anywhere. But All that's right. where I found right. it. Here we go. Read this stinking question. <laughs> okay. Would you rather... Let a crusty old man drink milk out of your belly button every day for a year or drink milk out of a crusty old man's belly button every day for a month. Okay. And you're a guy. So you have also a different perspective. <laughs> I could say woman, but you know what? I'm just going to keep it, keep the question the way it is. Gosh. Um, would I rather... For um, for every day for a year. <laughs> oh my gosh! And milk—it's not even water. Okay, it's like... that's the gross. <laughs> you know, I—I I don't know. Like that's a hard you one. You don't know. Mm. <laughs> I kind of want to say a month. Yeah. I would just like drink the milk out of the crusty old man's belly. <laughs> for a month, I would just get it over with. I think that's where I would go. Although, 
Oh, there's an although. Well, yeah, because the other one is like, it's. I guess it's being done to me, if that's any better, <laughs> that I happen to perform the drinking of the belly button oh out gosh. of the crusty old man's uh, belly button. I mean, because that's the thing is like, what if there's, oh my gosh, it's like, oh, this is gross. What if there's like belly button lint in there? Ew. And like, what if it yeah, that's gross. And, that's like, gross. Crust, I mean, he's crusty. It's crusty. So he's probably got some crustiness Whoa, in gosh, his belly maybe, button. Maybe I'll do the year then. If he's crusty, because if he's crusty, oh yeah, meaning he's like oh, old and, or not yes. just like old, but like he's dirty and whatever. Yes. Out of your belly button, yeah. Maybe maybe I let him do it to me. Like I don't know, because that's yeah. the thing though. Yeah. He's just like shows up every day with a with a shot glass of milk and says, "Here we go, buddy." Let's pour this in there. Oh gosh. <laughs> okay, so would you rather drink milk? Would you? Okay, so let's rephrase it for oh, you. Okay. Would you rather let a crusty old woman drink oh. milk out of your belly button every day for a year or drink milk out of a crusty old woman's belly button every day for a month? Out of, yeah. Yeah. Um, does that make it, does that make yes. it more relatable? Because <laughs> <laughs> the other one's just extra creepy. Well, you made a really good point. If he's a crusty old man. That or is, a crusty old woman. Or a crusty old woman. And her, we don't, we don't, uh, we're not sexist here. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> Equal opportunity. <laughs> I mean, if it's a crusty old man, guarantee you his belly button, their belly buttons are crusty. So I would definitely say, I don't know if definitely, but in this moment, I would say they're going to drink out of my belly button for a year. I'm not, I'm not taking that. You're not taking that risk. No, no thanks. So (laughs) crusty. I'm like, I'm thinking boogers. I'm thinking dry skin. I don't know why. But he's, they're crusty. So we got it. Maybe we need to define crusty. Like what the. Yeah. Maybe we should define that. Know. Crusty means, you know, that's gross. Anyways. <laughs> but you know what's good, though, is that it is milk, so it's not like water and okay. you can see the crustiness. End the show. <laughs> End the show, Lindsay. We're done. <laughs> okay. This is Lindsay. This is John. This is Confessions of Us. Bye, guys. Good night. That's good. <laughs> so gross. It is gross. <sighs> so nasty. Be sure to check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Confessions of Us Podcast. Also, send us any questions you may have to confessionsofuspodcast at gmail.com.